Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Where we want to start hour number two, uh, big ruling yesterday. In Whitman County Court, uh, Judge Gary Libby, Libby, I think it's Libby. No, it is. We got one B. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with Libby. Gary Libby. Yeah, he. Uh, Maybe it's French Libby. Oh, we oh. we oui, oui. <laughs> sacre bleu. Oh, um, he granted the Oregon State and Washington State's request for a preliminary injunction. Uh, which means that both the Beeves and Washington State will have controlling um, decision-making for the Pac-12 conference moving forward uh, due to the bylaws. And the bylaws that have been written and the bylaws in which the other 10 Pac-12 schools acted upon when UCLA and USC said that they were going to leave the conference before. Yes. Here is what uh, Judge Libby's ruling sounded like yesterday in Whitman County Court. This court uh, finds in favor that the plaintiffs have are likely to prevail on their interpretation of the bylaws. The party's prior course of conduct uniformly supports the plaintiffs and the plaintiffs will suffer irreparable harm without the preliminary injunction. Now, with the preliminary injunction in effect that will be in effect, I'm going to order that the WSU and Oregon State will be the only two governing members of the board. But if they hold, but for any future meetings or conferences between OSU and WSU, they will notify the other uh, 10 schools. They will put forth an agenda. The other 10 schools may participate in the sense of making comments, suggestions, or objections. But the ultimate voting will be by the remaining two board members. But this is not a shutout in the sense of uh, the uh, preliminary injunction will be modified or whatever you want to call it to make sure that the other 10 schools are still treated in a fair, open manner. And nobody's going to take advantage of somebody else. Um, and if that starts to happen, I'll either hear about it here or somebody else will hear about it down the street up the highway. But I just do not believe that the two plaintiffs left here, uh, the two members of the board that are left, will do anything directly to harm uh, the other 10 members. I just, uh, I've read too much here. I've, uh, uh, I've read all of what you've got to say. And with that, uh, that's how I see it. And that's how I guess uh, that's where you came to find out how uh, the court would rule. And so that's what we're ruling. 
All right. Um, that's anyone. Anyone? He does sound like Ben Stein a little bit, huh? <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Anyone? Uh, I heard he's pretty thick. I don't. I didn't get French vibes from him. I'm going Libby. I'm going Libby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Judge Libby there lays it all out, and I, I think that as fans of college football, as fans of college athletics, ultimately our dumb sports brains go to screw the other guy, <laughs> you know? like yeah. us against them. Yes. Like well, they're just gonna hose him. I love that Libby is like, look. The way that this is going to play out is, and and I love the way that what he said earlier, um, what he said at the very beginning, um, uh, about like, hey, this is not a shutout. This is, it's going to be modified. It's not just going to be Oregon State and Washington State ruling with an iron fist and being able to say, you don't get anything. Adios. Right. See you later. Yeah. Okay. But. I appreciate the fact that he's like, look, there are 10 other members of this conference through 23, 24 year. And I am, I am fully on board with Oregon state and Washington state should be the only two that have a say. Yes. You can't sit there and and pull that on SC and UCLA and say, Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa we're, you can't be, you're leaving yeah. and you made your intentions known and then come back and say, well, because we're leaving. <laughs> We want to have a seat at the table. Right. That's not how it's going to work. Exactly. It's not how it should work. But it also should not be Oregon State and Washington State saying, you guys are not entitled to the money that you are participating in the conference this year, and we had an agreement that we would share this year. After this year, you as, uh, the, the Oregon State and Washington State, you do whatever you want. Do whatever you want with the conference and what's in the best interest of the conference. But as long as the 10 other members are still participating with the Pac-12 conference, Oregon State and Washington State shouldn't be the ones to sit there and take all of that money away and say, you're not entitled to the money that you are playing for this year, right? Because well, I think one of the sticking points for me was, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, that the outgoing 10 basically told them, we don't want you guys to use this money to help uh, uh, um, for what, what you need to do in the future to help se- secure your success in the future. Whereas, well, basically, they want to hang on to it to help their transition to where they're going in the future. Well, in that's right. In the money moving forward, like, if you're talking about the, like, any of the the payouts for bowl games in 2024, 25, mm. I understand that. If you're talking about the even the money that the conference gets, and the way that wins in the NCAA tournament go, you get the, a chunk of money and it pays out over several years in the future. Mm-hmm. Oregon State and Washington State Washington State should get that money that's going to be paid out in the future yes. because the 10 other schools aren't going to be participating right. in the conference. Yes. I wholeheartedly believe that. But as long as they are in the conference this year and they are playing under the Pac-12, I mean, and this is what the judge is saying is like, dude, don't we're not going to be in the business of ripping people off, yeah. but if you want to talk about the other 10 having voting power, like they shouldn't have voting power. Right. They should be able to make decisions moving forward. That's in Washington State and Oregon State's solely best interest because that's what the other ten schools did when they left. Yeah. Is that they made a de- made a decision in the best interest of themselves, and it 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 left Washington State and Oregon State hanging. But I also think that 
Oregon State and Washington State did not do enough to secure their futures, and everybody else did. Yeah. They, you can't sit there and act like you're blindsided by anything that happened when it was it was like the slowest car lurching off the cliff of all time. Yeah. And everybody else is like, deuces. And yeah. they're like, nah, we're going to try to save this. No, you can't do that. Everybody else saw it coming yeah. and got out of the car, and they're staying in it. That I do, I do have an issue with, but this is nuanced, and no, no, none of these fan bases want to deal with nuance right. because we have that tribalism, right? Exactly. It's the us versus them. I'm glad that the judge ruled the way that he did because it, when it comes to voting power, Oregon State and Washington State, hell yeah, they should be the only two schools that are voting on anything Pac-12 related because those are the only schools that are going to be in it beyond well, this year. And they're still giving the other schools, you know, the, the ability to uh, uh, to comment and have input and yeah. make suggestions. And I want you, to, I want like we all know this, the presidents, chancellors, and athletic directors, they are far more level-headed than all of us. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be out there just to, you know, just to screw somebody else over. And that, to to be quite honest, none of this in, in any of this conference realignment was based out of just solely to screw other people over. Right. It was all for it, self-preservation. It was self-preservation. Yeah. And, and that, that is different than intentionally doing something to pull one over on somebody else. Yeah. If Oregon State and Washington State were to just have a two-man vote and say, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna hose all the other ten schools. That would be even different than that's different than the self preservation because right. you do still have a way to save it. You, like you save yourselves and move forward. Is it as steady a footing as everybody else? No, it's not. Um, but the judge is is level headed in what he's doing, and I, I think that the universities will be as well. Even if it comes down to Oregon State and Washington State saying, "Hey." You know, we may even vote to take a little bit more of this than anybody else. Probably should be okay with it. Yeah. Probably should be okay with it. But it's not like they're going to hoard every single cent to themselves. And the judge is making it clear all the other universities need to have a say in it. 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford text line. I'd love to hear your feedback on this. This It's a big win for Oregon State and Washington State. And uh, I think that, you know, it should be uh, felt as, as such. 